Blog Talk Radio.
Everybody, good evening. We're going to try this again. Blog Talk Willing, so far so good. Being everything loud and clear, everything's looking good, and we're going to let this thing roll. Uh, it's a welcome to We Are Everyday People, South Shore Towers for Life, Global Internet Radio. It is Thursday, September 17th, and I think we have a pretty uh, good show ahead of us. Uh, my first guest, uh, I remember uh, back when... Uh, Joe Strother had the uh, jazz nights at the House of Bang, and he introduced this young lady and mentioned that she, you know, was into natural health medicines and herbs and so forth, you know, the type of things that, you know, you really don't need the prescriptions because you got the remedies right there in the kitchen if you just get them and mix it up or go out and buy them and, and come back and mix them up. And I never forgot that. And uh, I had an interview with uh, Brother Kevin Farmer, who, you know, the South Shore folks know Kevin Farmer, all-state quarterback, uh, back in our day, and he was telling me about uh, he had uh, slipped into a diabetic uh, coma, and he almost he almost died. Uh, he gained weight, almost 300 pounds, and he was on all these medications. And uh, you know, it, it come to come to happen that Kevin decided to start working out, changing his eating habits. In time, he. I tell you, when he was at the reunion, he looked like he could walk right back on the field and play quarterback. He was in good shape. Uh, he doesn't take, he have to take any medications anymore. Uh, I had a situation where I thought I had sleep apnea. I snored so bad it actually cost me a relationship. Can you believe that? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, I went to the doctor, and they wanted to put me overnight at Ingalls Hospital and cook me up to this stuff and monitor me overnight and uh I went home and I thought about it. I never went back for it, but I decided to just start going to the gym, working out, uh, taking a couple of vitamins, and uh, changing my eating habits. I sleep like a log now. I don't snow at all. Uh, and and it, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Uh, when I leave the gym, and when I, I feel like the day is brighter. It's just a brighter day. But anyway, enough of that. I want to bring on uh, this young lady who is actually a graduate from Hirsch High School, class of 1976, uh, came over from Oakland, California, and she is a natural health teacher, and her name is Medina Nance. And Medina, thanks for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me, Keith. I'm honored to be here. Now, i got to take you through the same gauntlet I take all the South Shore folks before we get to the good stuff. I mean, we're going to go back in time a little bit and just get a little idea of what, 
what do you think about, when you think about back in our day, coming up in our time, uh, what what really sticks out and comes to mind, whether it's uh, in school or just, uh, you know, the vibe around just coming up during that period? Well, it's a couple things that come up, and they're kind of intertwined. The music, I feel so fortunate to come up to listen to the music of the 60s in Motown as a child and to come of age and have a great time with the music of the 70s, and we danced a lot. And if you look at, you know, the early Soul Train, you know, the 70s, you'll see, you know, the people were in good shape, you know. And when I say in good shape, I'm not thinking of the models that walk the runway because, you know, sizes vary. I'm talking about they were in good shape. Now, you know, it grieves me to see some of the young people that don't have the stamina and, you know, that vitality. So, you know, that's what I think of, the music and the dancing and the vitality. That's interesting. What I really miss about back in the days, I mean, I really miss this. And uh, I have a son who's uh, at the University of Arkansas Pine Bluff, and he's a drum major, and they do choreographed routines, him and the guys. And I tell you, when yeah. I watch them, I really, really miss it because it reminds me of back, you know, the Temptations, you know, uh, the, the choreograph groups, the OJs who's still around, but, you know, uh, yeah. Blue Magic, and, you know, that unity and that choreograph, yeah. everybody's in the step type of thing. I, I miss that. And, uh, I but do anyway, too. yeah, don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> I, I there there was a message in the music. Absolutely. It's a positive message. And, 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 and things didn't just start. Uh, with these kids today. So when they say they're just thinking about what they're dealing with, we dealt with some things too, but we didn't use it to uh, make music that's designed to create our own self-genocide. That's another show. Right, right. (laughs) And and, and I I wonder sometime if they realize it, because I I have to believe that it's not intentional. I don't... I can't say it's necessarily intentional, intentional on their part. I, I do believe it is by design, uh, by the record mm-hmm. companies who work behind the scenes to pay these our yeah. uh, youth to put out the, uh, the message to do to our youth exactly what it's doing, and we embrace yeah. it, unfortunately. So who, who back speaking of the, the musical influences and uh, the dancing and everything, who who influenced you? Where did you get your influences from to kind of mold you into the person that you are today? Musical influences? Oh, my goodness. I was like a kid in a candy store because there was R&B, rock, jazz, fusion. But I really loved, you know, Minnie Ripperton, Earth, Wind, and Fire, uh, Stevie Wonder, um, Led Zeppelin. I mean, I liked a nice array, Lonnie Liston Smith. You know, it it, it was so much. (laughs) I was influenced by a lot of really great, because they were musicians and composers and singers and arrangers. And, you know, you could really feel all of the work that went into the music. And and I love that. I have a brother, by the way, who's an awesome musician, Dowie, David Williams. He plays upright, electrical, and most stuff, and he arranges. You guys got to come out um, the last Monday of every month over to Red's. They do a great jazz set, so he influenced Uh-oh. me a lot. Red's over on 69th and Stony Island, I believe that's it. Right? Yes, they call it, you know, jazz and South Shore. Hmm. 
I'll keep that in so, mind. So, you know, growing I'll up with a musician, he introduced me to so much. He was a big influence. He introduced me to a lot of entertainers. So, um, you know, I, I have to put him in that list. Okay. Now, when and how did you get started into the natural health concept? Uh, how did that all come about? Well, now that's interesting. When I was about 15, I sort of insinuated in a sly way that my father was kind of cheap because he wouldn't buy me all the nice clothes that I saw on Soul Train that I wanted to wear. So my father, he was smart. He took me to Evergreen Plaza and bought me a couple of nurses' uniforms, some good comfortable shoes, and he hooked me up with um, a job over the summer working at a, as a nursing, you know, nursing home as a nurse's aide. And okay. um, I came home on the first day, you know, I was like, Daddy, I don't want that job. That's okay. It's too much. And he said, no, I'm cheap. You're going to keep this job. So that was my first taste in looking at, um, you know, how the people were fed in the nursing homes. And to this day, I do not like the food that I see in hospitals and nursing homes. It's not conducive to healing. And um, mm-hmm. that was a wake-up call, but... Actually, in 1980, when my son was born, um, I had a little daycare center at home, and, um, you know, I was working with the kids, just helping them out with their health through juicing, changing their diet. I use catnip because it's great for children. It it, it helps calm them down without making them sleepy. And um, after about three or four months, everything was cleared up, the eczema, the sinus, the asthma, and the parents asked, what are you doing? I said, changing their diet. I feed them whole food, you know. So in 1995, I was diagnosed with lupus and chronic fatigue. And um, I didn't want to take the medication and cover up the symptoms, so that's like I came home and I prayed on it, and about a week later I met my mentor in the field, Dr. Beverly Nicholson. She used to be uh, featured all the time on V103, on Ramonski Love's show. She had her own show. She had her shop on 47th and Bronzeville, the Herbal Connection, and she hooked wow. me up with my weekly TV show and, you know, put me into educational classes so that I could be an herbalist and a health consultant and work with nutrition. So that's how I got started in 97. But in 2000, I started, you know, saying to people, look, I can help you get off the medication or if you've just been diagnosed with high blood pressure, diabetes, you don't have to go that route. So that's what I've been doing since 2000 is helping people to get off of these medications and dialysis and avoid a lot of these problems. Just, you know, through food, vitamins, minerals, lifestyle changes, herbs. Now, do you have, I would imagine for, for say, for high blood pressure, you have a program for that, for uh, maybe sleep apnea? Well, you have there a are several programs for high blood pressure. The first thing I find oh. out from a person is if they're diagnosed with hypertension or high blood pressure, what medication they were prescribed. Because a lot of times they're prescribed, but they may not take it, you know, or they may not start on it. But the the okay. medication that you're on will tell you where the root of your problem is. Like if you're diagnosed with hypertension, but they only prescribe hydrochlorothorazide. That's a water pill. And, or Lasix, you know, okay. a, a, a water pill. 
if you're prescribed just a water pill, then your hypertension is due to your kidneys and how your urinary system is functioning or dysfunctioning. So that's where you need to work. You need to work on that. And I tell people if you're taking a beta blocker, a calcium channel blocker, you know, those medications, and I explain it to the person, they will tell you you got to work on your heart. You got to work on your circulation. For some people, it's just stress. I had a friend, his building was on fire. So I put him on simple calcium and B vitamins, a complex, a B complex vitamins, vitamins and minerals. That's it. Because he had a good diet, but he was just stressed out. He never took a hypertension medicine. And that was back in 2001. He still takes no hypertension medicine. So it's, now, you, you, you got to know where the root of the problem is. So I don't have one program, but I can tell okay. people what they need if I know what medications they're prescribed. Now, when you say you have to work on your heart, what what do you, what, what do you mean? You mean on the, the treadmill? Uh, I mean, how, well, how do you sometimes mean? people are prescribed uh, medication for angina, which is like inflammation around the heart muscle because okay. the heart is a muscle. And it's like, um, you know, a muscle, kind of like a, a muscle relaxant, you know. So I tell people, you need to clean your arteries out. And people can clean their arteries out by taking garlic every day. They can take fresh garlic and chop it up like people used to do in the south in the country, or they can get a high-potency garlic. Um, I hear ladies say, well, I don't want to walk around smelling like garlic, you know. So I find another alternative for them. I mean, for any one problem, they're about four, five, six, seven different things you can do. But everybody needs to exercise. Like you said, with the sleep apnea, you start exercising and supplementing, and you don't need yep. to snore anymore. You don't have that problem. Not not at all. Not at all. So that, I mean, I that in itself up. was a great testimonial. See, because it's money to be made in telling people that they need to sleep with an apparatus on their face on their you know mouth and nose to breathe at night yeah yeah that's yeah, money that makes money but all it is is you know mucus and poor circulation and you know that can disrupt your sleep at night but you can you can expel that mucus you can start working yeah, it, out it, exactly it, it, and then what i what i've been kind of saying I uh, have a you know a couple of relatives who you know have uh, issues, and I and I can see it's obvious that man, I, if you just you, you got to exercise, you got to work out. I mean, I'm telling you, a lot of you know being so even much walking is good. You know, because some people maybe they can't do something strenuous. One person can right. run, another person maybe they just need to walk. So when. How does a person approach you as far as the programs that you offer? Uh, well, I do a weekly I mean, TV show. Um, it comes on every Wednesday, Channel 21, at 10 p.m., and then it encores again at 1230 in the morning. And um, people can call me. My number is 773-324-4372 or 324-HERB, H-E-R-B. And um, people can call, and, you know, if they ask me questions, I'm always glad to give them information. Sometimes people see the show and they just want to call and ask questions about food or diet. I'm always willing, or they can, you know, hit me up on Facebook and, you know, ask a question. I'm, I'm always going to give out information. But if they're on medication, I'm going to have them fill out a health evaluation form 
so that I can get all the details and pieces to the puzzle. Because if a person's had their gallbladder removed, if they've had their appendix or their thyroid removed or, their, you know, th- that gives me information about their internal, you know, workings, and I can see what they need to do. So I always have a person fill out a health evaluation form because I don't want to suggest something for them that would counterindicate what they need. I teach herbalist classes, you know. I have for years since um, the late 90s. And uh, one guy on Facebook, he had me cracking up. He said, why should I come to your herbalist course and pay you for something that God gives us naturally? I said, are you referring to the food, the herbs, the vitamins, or what? I said, the reason why I teach classes is because I want people to know that all herbs don't mix with all medications. There are even some vitamins and minerals that don't mix with medications. So, you know, I tell people if you're going to do it, you know, be safe about it because you don't want your doctor saying, see, I told you don't take those herbs and vitamins and minerals. So that's why I like to do a consultation so that the person can can come along with me on the journey and see what's at the root of the problem. And that way they can not only get rid of it, but they can share that with other people in case it runs in the family. Okay. And what's the number again they can contact you? 773-324-4372. Okay. I hope hope people are paying attention to that because this is is important because – you know, I, I just got to a point, I just made up my mind that, look, you know, I want to live as long as I can, so I may as well live as healthy as I possibly can. And in order to do that, I need to work out. Uh, I need to change my eating habits. Uh, like you said, if you can't work out, uh, try to do a little something. If, if, you, if your body can't move, then just work out your mind. Be a better thinker. You know, I, I have to go with that, too. You know, just strengthen your thought process. But. I just think you gotta, you, you gotta. What what more can a gift can you give yourself than to keep yourself as healthy as you possibly can, or possibly? Yeah, the gift of health is the gift that keeps on giving because in our youth, you can't envision how it feels to be in a body that's getting older, and you can't do in your fifties what you did in your twenties or thirties. Now, some people can, you know but not everything, because let's face it, we're going to get older. I know I'm not going to live forever, but I tend to think of my body like a car. You know, for as long as I have the car, I want to take as good a care as I can because this has to ride me around. This is my vehicle. So I don't want to do like they brainwashed us to do in America. I don't want to sit back and say, I feel good, I look good, I don't have any problems. I want to do prevention. I want to do things for the car to keep it working well and preventative things. You know, we put more work sometimes into our cars and homes than we do into our bodies because our health care system in America has kind of brainwashed us into thinking, well, you look good, don't you? You feel good, don't you? You don't have a problem. Why are you thinking about your health? Well, I tell people, once you pass that 40 or 50-yard line, you better start thinking preventatively. Don't wait till you have a problem, because here's a scary statistic. Most people who have heart attacks and strokes, 70% of them, die, and that stroke or that heart attack was their very first symptom that anything was wrong. 
that's kind of scary. I think that yeah. everybody then should be thinking, okay, well, if heart disease is our number one killer and it runs in a lot of families, what am I doing to prevent heart disease? I'll tell everybody that garlic we were talking about, get fresh garlic, right. that's a preventative. Drinking half your body weight in water, that's a preventative. Taking vitamin E with selenium combined. I, I do that. Everybody that's taking aspirin, I take them off aspirin and, and tell them to take vitamin E with selenium. And men love it because it helps them to avoid problems like ED because it's a natural blood thinner. It helps the blood to flow like it should. It keeps the arteries healthy. But vitamin E is also good for your hair, your skin, your nails. So I just want to give well, people that, tips. Let me write that last one down here. Okay. Vitamin E with selenium. Yeah, la- okay. ladies like it for, you know, the hair, skin, and the nails. Men like it for, you know, their male reproductive system. Mm-hmm. But it's good for all think, of us to prevent heart disease and strokes. What do you think of the vitamins? Like, say, like now I'm taking a, uh, you know, 50, 50 plus uh, one a day vitamin. Do you, do you recommend those, or is there a better option that you know about? Well, I'm glad you brought that up. Everybody that comes in, I show them a chart of the United States daily required allowance, you know, versus the SONA, the suggested optimal nutritional amount. That's the amount we really should be getting. And when I first saw a comparison of the two, I have a chart of it, I said, oh, my gosh, the United States is telling us that we don't even need anywhere near the amount of vitamins and minerals. I mean, on the chart is beta carotene, you know, vitamin A, uh, magnesium, B vitamins, you know, vitamin C, you know, all those, calcium, all those major things that we need, CoQ10, and a lot of them your body produces, but some you need through food. If you saw the USRDA versus what we really need, it's scary. And if people are on medications, that's a big side effect that you never hear about. All drugs rob you blind. They're robbing your B vitamins, your magnesium, your calcium, your CoQ10, you know, even simple birth control and aspirin. So I just want people to know those things. So if you're taking a good multivitamin mineral, go to a good health food store or get a good brand. I use Nature Sunshine. I like their brand. I've been using them since 95 for the potency and the quality. But you can go to your health food store and get a really good potent brand. But USRDA, things like Centrum or One A Day, you'll feel a difference because we're so deficient. But they're, they're, those are USRDA. They're they're very low in what we need. When you so, get a so really the, oh, that, good potent one, you'll feel the difference. By the way, let me uh, put the phone number out there. If anybody wants to call, have a question for Medina. Uh, she's here. She's live. Uh, the number seven one eight six six four nine five one three. Seven one eight six six four nine five one three. Now, so so you're saying the fifty plus vitamin? I used to go to the vitamin shop to get get. I get uh, fish oil. Uh, Prostamax and uh, 50 plus. Now, fish, 50 fish plus oil is good. You know, we need that omega-3 oil. Okay. And okay. it prevents a whole lot of things. But I was just talking about 
the USRDA. As a matter of fact, I went and, 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 and grabbed the chart so that I can go over the chart and tell you the difference of, um, you know, one that is USRDA. Because you'll see that on some labels. And I used to see it and think it was a great thing. So what 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 should I do to maybe look at the back of uh, the container that my vitamins come in and, and compare but you want to ask you want to ask if it's Sona, the suggested optimal daily nutritional allowances, or if it's USRDA. Okay. Okay. Because okay. I can I can briefly tell you the difference. Like I'm going to go down the line of some important things we need, and I'll compare the two. Like beta-carotene, USRDA says it's non-applicable, meaning we don't even need it, whereas the suggested optimal daily allowances are 100 milligrams. Vitamin E, they tell us 10 milligrams. We need 800. Vitamin C, they tell us we need 60 milligrams. We need 800 and see, if we okay. were to start getting these things, folic acid, that's a B vitamin. Pregnant women take it to help prevent birth defects. They tell us we only need 200 micrograms, we need 2,000. So what I try to get across to people is if we start getting the amount that we really need and compensate for the, you know, what's taken out with the medications, then the body would start healing itself, and it would prevent a lot of things. So what, what do we attribute this to? Is this another design by the system to uh, put us in a certain, uh, you know, physical condition, like, like yes. they did with the music? I mean, is that what this was all about? Yes. The whole healthcare industry. It took me up until 2006 when I went out of the country to different places and studied Western modalities of healing versus Eastern and saw the food and how they work in other systems. I came home, and I was just disappointed. I said, man, America's supposed to be number one, but we're the only ones who are paying for health care, and we're the sickest on the whole. I mean, individually, if people feel good, they really don't think about it. And I don't want to say they don't care about it, but they don't think about it. There's no no, no ailments, nothing that they can feel, so they don't worry about it, I suppose, huh? Yeah, unless it's a family member, a dear friend, a you know, like a child or something. I don't think people are paying attention to how autism and Alzheimer's and autoimmunity and bipolarity are escalating. And it's it's simple things like nutritional deficiency. I'm sorry. We have a couple of callers, I see, uh, if you don't mind taking a call or two. Uh, yeah. I see one is my, I know one is my one is my uh, partner and uh, show contributor, Brother Carl Sanderson. We're going to bring uh, Brother Carl Sanderson on right now. Brother Carl, how you doing, man? What's going on, man? How you doing, Brother Carl? Hey, say hello to yes. Mr. Medina Nance, hey, man. Medina. Great conversation. Hello, how you Carl. Doing, Medina? How are you? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm. You know what, Medina. I I love what you're doing, um, but the pharmaceutical companies they don't like you. They don't oh, like yeah. you. Yeah, I've but, had people tell yeah. me it's a wonder I'm still alive. <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> wow. We need to promote uh, that. We need to promote that kind of health. You know, it's you know we need to promote that. 
because I think that people rely too much on medications, and that's sometimes you can over-medicate yourself, and that's probably 50 to 60% of the problem of a lot of patients. He's willing to write that prescription and give you this and give you that, and and, and a lot of times that's when the patient, they didn't, they don't even get well. They're not able to get well because they're so overwhelmed with a lot of medication. Now, the, the only thing about it is it's a fear factor. People have to, you know, they've been relying on this medication thing for so long that, you know, when when you push that herbs and, and, and good health on them, I think you're scary to them, you know. But yeah. it's a good thing, and I think you should continue to promote that because I'm trying to get there because I don't want to rely on medications. You know, I'm very – I don't like to take – I don't like to take – Shots and get blood drawn and none of that. But I like that. Medina, like what you're doing. Medina, your television show. What what is? Uh, do you cover? Uh, do you different topics? Uh, sometimes you cover. Uh, herbs, oh yes, and I welcome food. you know topics. I tell people if they have topics they want me to speak on, you know, email me or call me, and I will cover that topic. Okay. I do free workshops. You know, I do free workshops for groups, churches, you know, meetings, and I tell them, you give me the topics. And, you know, if you want to talk okay. about food, nutrition, prostate cancer, you know, whatever it is, Medina, we need to talk uh, about it all. What about do, when doing herbs and whatnot, you mix that with your exercises as well? With that. Well, you know, because I'm an herbalist, I think that people mm-hmm. think that that's, the first thing I'm going to offer, a lot of times I don't. I look for the simplest thing a person can do. It might be, okay, you know what, you are a coffee drinker and you drink pop. How about you begin to cut back on the coffee and the pop because they dehydrate you and just drink more water. And how about you take these vitamins and minerals? And how about I give everybody a healthy food upgrade list. You know, okay. I just get, just give them out. I give them to my neighbors. You know, I give them healthy food upgrade lists, and they can just start okay. slow, and then it's, work it's their really way up. Herbs are generally on a program when a person wants to get off that hypertension, diabetes, okay. high cholesterol medication. Okay. Uh, but we're now, all nutritionally deficient. America is the most overfed, undernourished nation in the world. You know, uh, Medina, um, I've been taking garlic pills forever, and, I, and I'm thinking them. that my only benefit was to keep my cholesterol level down. And when and you it said does. that it, it also cleans the uh, heart, I didn't know yeah. that. It, they that call it, it Russian penicillin because it's one of the really? best antibiotics you can use, get and it's just here. garlic. People oh, can man, get fresh garlic. One. Okay, but I do the garlic. What's the is the garlic any good? The one that they be the garlic is on? good. I carry a high potency garlic. You know, okay. it like garlic. They don't take the allicin out. So okay. you know, it's still in there. Nothing is being taken out, but you know, it doesn't have the odor of just say the straight garlic powder. But you know, I get okay. a, I get some people they don't care. So I have one mm-hmm. option, and other people, you know, they do so. Okay. But if now, you remember you know, our people from, you know, the south and the country, a lot of them took garlic right. all the time just as a preventative, just like cod liver oil and castor oil. Right, right. 
Yeah, they knew. They knew. Yep, they did it. They absolutely. And they were healthier back then. When we were in in right. high school, we didn't have twenty four hour drive through Walgreens. No, not at all. You know what? When we was in high school, I was just looking on on Facebook and look at those pictures in the seventies and look how slim and flat the young guys and the women were, you know. And they the were beautiful. We was, Look at we their hair. In, we in you know, shape. people's hair was but thick. all of us was like that. Now, yeah. I was looking at Keith and myself. We all was in good shape, you know, yeah. smack yeah. stomachs and, and looking good in our bell bottoms. And mostly everybody, that was just the, that was the look and that was the way. We didn't yeah. have, like you said, all this obesity with, with the youth. And, yeah, and, and I don't and blame the people when they come in. I make it a point to let them know we can all mm-hmm. make better food choices, but this is the government. They're pumping right. the meat and dairy with hormones and antibiotics, and of course that's going to affect our hormones. Mm-hmm. That's why you look at eighth graders graduating, and they look like our senior graduations. Okay. I mean, as far as the development. Not the size, the development. I mean, the girls that graduate from eighth grade with breasts, I, I think, yeah. I think I was flat. <laughs> or, no, hold on, we don't, you know, we, I was, we're gonna bring. Okay, one more. We're gonna bring before you told you enough. Okay, okay, go ahead, one more. Okay, the beets. I hear that beets is like one of the number one things that a diabetic could um, could do. The beet juice. And the beets well, as well. Well, now beets are high in sugar, so I always caution okay. diabetics to use beets really? cautiously. Okay. They're good for but them, but it's, it's, okay. it's, it's high in well, sugar. What would you, well, what would you, what's your recommendation? I try to get diabetics to juice green things like kale, spinach, okay. uh, Swiss chard, broccoli. Okay. Okay. And maybe put some green apples in there for taste. But, but okay. you know, it all depends on where they're at. You know, if they're okay. type 1 or type 2 diabetics two. and how high their blood sugar is. That's why I always evaluate people because everybody with diabetes isn't the same. You got some on insulin, some on hypoglycemic, some on both. I had a lady in today right. who was on both. Okay. And she couldn't tolerate any kind of sugar. Okay, I understand. Wow. Okay, Keith. But beets, hey, Carly, no I, doubt, are really, really good for you. But it's a matter of knowing what each individual needs. Okay, I see. Okay. But, but you Carly, know, just simple things on, like beginning to drink more water. Because does anybody remember when Luther kept that 100 pounds off and he did that video, Can I Take You Out right. Tonight? I mm-hmm. saw him on a show, Primetime or 2020, and he talked mm-hmm. about how he changed his diet, and that's how he got rid of diabetes. And I was using right. his testimonial, you know, and somebody said, well, if it, if it was so good, then how come he had the stroke and died? I said, well, you have a point. But he didn't get started taking care of his health until he was in his late 40s. Well, He yeah, had diabetes yes, think, since he was, I think, in his 20s. I said, so if he'd been a friend of mine, I would have put him on a system cleanse, cleaning his blood and liver, and I would have put him on vitamin E, and I would have said, Luther, we need to clean up your past because you've had this. Right. For years, that's what people neglect to do. Sometimes is clean up their past. Did it too much. I think he he would lose. He would gain. He would lose. He was gain. But 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 during that period, he had kept it off for five years. That's why they had him on twenty. It was either twenty twenty or prime time. They wanted to know how did you keep that hundred pounds off for five years? He kind of went off a little bit. 
and then he had that yeah, let me, stroke. Let me bring this call around. Let me bring the call. Carla, you gonna uh, you gotta go. You gonna be able to hang with me? Uh, yes, I'm a look. Yeah, cause I gotta get to work. But I'm, I'm gonna okay. Give me uh, another. I'm gonna hang for another uh, call. I want to listen a little bit more. Then I'm then I'm gonna. Okay, hold on. Listen. I'm gonna bring it. We have a, okay. we have a caller here from uh, last four digits. Uh, uh, three three seven four. We're going to bring on a uh, caller. Three three seven four. Are you with us? Yes, I am. This is Barbara. What up, Carl? Hey, hey, Barbara. Hi, Barbara. Hey. Hi. Hey, um, I was listening. Um, I live in San Diego now, but I'm class of seventy five. What you're saying is hey. is perfectly correct. We have to take care of ourselves. Me personally, I do no fast foods. Red meat, maybe once every two months, if that. We have to take better care. Matter of fact, I just posted a picture on my Facebook page, and Keith, you commented on it, where I said yes, it's good and looking good. Mm-hmm. I take my vitamin C, D, B12, E, and I cook with garlic all the time, and I use fresh garlic. I don't yes. eat any pork. Yes. I eat fish, chicken, and turkey. That's it. Yes. Fried chicken maybe once every two months. Yes. Beautiful. And you and and wow. you have to change. You have to change. Like, you know what, Barbara? Eat, they like say moderation in all things. And it is. Right now, I eat when I'm hungry. Yes. If I'm not hungry, I don't eat. Mm-hmm. Right. But a lot of people are eating because the sugar and the high fructose corn syrup oh. and the wheat, this new GMO wheat. These things are more ten times more addictive than cocaine. So people are eating out of habit because they're addicted. Well, that's true, but you know you have to also take some things to the Lord. That's true, and He'll give you, have you the to strength hear. to let's, overcome let's, let's certain hope things. We're giving it all because we're in trouble. Well, a lot of us ain't doing fire this, so here in America. We can make it on our own, and sometimes yeah. we need that little extra strength. Yeah, because that's what I did when I was diagnosed with lupus and chronic fatigue. I, I came home and prayed on it. Well, in 2011, I was 13 pounds from being 200. Okay. I took my time, and a lot of us want a quick fix. If you take your time and lose the weight, change your eating habits, get some, like you said, in the 70s, we didn't have a car. We walked everywhere we went. That's right. We walked. Yeah. And, and it's scary, Barbara, because people are opting for the surgery when they should exactly. do exactly like you said. Take your time and make lifestyle changes. And it's and I work in a clinic. I'm a case manager. And okay. A lot of people don't. You send them for a specialist appointment. They don't go. I had a patient who was diagnosed with cancer. She wouldn't go even get a biopsy. She said because it hurts. Yes. You know, and, and, you, and a that's lot our of problem. Time, a lot of people ignorant. won't go get a checkup. They're scared to go to the doctor. Exactly. And we, we got to go get checked I take my out. Annual Everybody, every see, people think because I'm an herbalist, I'm against medication. I told them, no, doctors are saving lives 24 7. Exactly. I wouldn't want to be without doctors or medication or nurses. What we don't prevent is what I do Monday through Friday. I teach prevention, nutrition, and diet and lifestyle changes because yeah, that's it, what's it, missing here in America. 
is not being taught in the healthcare industry. They are trained to do emergency care. And well, that's what people need to do, do get checked classes. out, and they're there for emergency care. But people get upset. Oh, they've got me on all these medications. Well, it's not a part of our health care industry. They aren't trained to get you off of medication. They're trained to diagnose you, stabilize you, and send you home with a prescription. That's yeah. true, but also you have to follow instructions. If the doctor says you need to exercise, this was what you need to do. And a lot yeah. of people are just lazy. And it's a shame now that the doctors have to tell us to exercise. Exercise used to be a part of life. That's because we sit on the couch. We watch TV. We don't have to do anything. We can pick up the phone and order dinner. We can pick up the phone and have our groceries delivered. Yeah, we We were just discussing about how um, here in Chicago – um, a lot of the kids are not outside playing like when we were children oh, no, because, because they don't feel safe. So now they're on well, video yeah, games, they're online, not uh-uh. they're not working and, out. But then it's no, up to a games. parent. It's up to a parent to say, you know what, we're going to go over here. You know, you get in your car, you drive anyway. You get in your car and you go somewhere where you can take your kids where it's kind of safe. You, mm-hmm. you have to do things with your kids. Yeah, that's a different topic, but I agree. I agree. You know, it's just like when you send your kid to school, the teacher only has them five hours and 15 minutes. That's it. The rest is on the parent. That's true. You have to make your kids. But it's a whole new day now. That was my point is here that the children don't get recess. See, I'm originally from California, and I went to school Mm -hmm. in Berkeley, Oakland, San Francisco, and I will tell you something. If I didn't have th- uh, those two recesses, lunch and after school to play, I probably would have lost my mind. Mm-hmm. I would have lost it. But they they cu- they're cutting the programs now. So yes, the parents do need to do it, whether they do it or not. But, but I don't think I don't think that's happening because that our ch- America is overfed and overweight and malnourished. That's true because these you know days, what? These parents days, now find it easier parents. to go to the drive-thru. Yeah, and our soil was declared nutritionally deficient back in the 40s. They don't rotate the crops. They don't let the land rest like the Lord and said some, to do. Some so we, we, it is what it farm. is, and we have what we got. And some So that's why I talk to people farm. about getting those trace minerals and getting those macro uh, vitamins and minerals and trying to shop differently. I tell people, read the ingredients, whether you go to Whole Foods or you go to Save-A-Lot or wherever the, you know, cheaper grocery stores are. Read the ingredients and try your best to stay away. A book, no, I'll say some, some good DVDs people should look at are Forks Over Knives, Food mm-hmm. Matters, those are to and food ink. Those are three mm-hmm. to educate people with what we're dealing with in 2015 versus what we were dealing with, say back in 1950. Because the food we have today it, is not the food we had the back then. When we came up food in the matters, the snack, yeah, food matters, yeah, food ink, a snack and pork was a tonight. tomato. I'm sorry, but well, I'm sorry. But I, when was, I was growing up in the 60s, a snack for me was a tomato. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I'm I'm, I'm talking on the whole America. What America well, 
and how we're going downhill because one of our chief problems is deficiencies. And people say, oh, I eat good. I said, but if you're a vegan, a vegetarian, if you eat raw, we're all getting our food from the same soil. And the Mm -hmm. soil, if you watch Food Matters, you'll see Charlotte Gerson talking about all the minerals that should be in the soil. They're not there. So if they're not in the soil, they're not in the food. That's true. So we're nutritionally deficient. I tell people, you'd be surprised how much better your body would function, heal, and prevent disease if you got all of those nutrients in your body. So that's why I was suggesting to people go to YouTube or either, you know, order the DVD, that documentary, Food Matters, Forks Over Knives, and Food, Inc., Those are three good ones, and if people absorb that information and we begin to make those changes, we can hopefully save some lives. I just lost a friend. She's only 36, breast cancer, left five children behind. It it could have been prevented. I lost my niece at 34, blood clot in the leg from birth control pills. She left five children behind. It could have been prevented. Yeah, that's true. But like my mom used yeah. to say, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. Well, we, well, that's what the show is all about. We 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 want to, you know, we want to lay it out there so that they can that. make I mean, their way to some of that water. That you're it out there. <laughs> but there's going to always be people who are not going Absolutely. to even consider the information. Well, we're well, not we concerned we with them. Well, we gonna, you know, we just we gonna, pray because. When I do my weekly show, I tell people the most expensive thing you can own is a closed mind. It'll cost you twice. That's well, we're gonna we're gonna keep putting it out there. I wanna I wanna we're gonna have to, we're gonna close out this segment. This we might maybe we can pick this up uh, in a little bit and uh, do maybe a, maybe a part two of this show. Barbara, thanks a lot for calling. I appreciate you calling in and listening. Appreciate you, You're Barbara. You keep up that great work. Okay. Oh, Take I care, am. Right. I am. I got nine grandchildren, honey. I'm trying to be around a long time. <laughs> All right, brother. Take care. Now, talk with you later. All right. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, Medina. Uh, I guess what we'll do it this time. We're coming up on the hour, and we gotta we're gonna get our singer songwriter in. I want you to uh, maybe just give us a closing statement, something that you just might want to share with the world. Closing statements. Okay. I never will forget my friend Ub Blakely. He said on his 100th birthday, if I'd known I was going to live this long, I would have taken better care of myself. So I want people to to know, you never know how long you're going to be here. So as long as you're here, take good care of yourself so you can be in good health. That sounds simple. I hope people will maybe listen to take heed, but I know it works for me. I know it works for you. And I thank you so uh, much for having me, Keith. It's been an honor to be on the show. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate it, and uh, I look forward to having you on once again. I'll, I think this is good. This is great. All right, everybody. Take care. Good night, and God Take bless care. you. Good night, Medina. Take it easy. All right. And that was Medina Nance, uh natural health teacher. Uh, good ideas, uh, good suggestions. I hope uh, everybody was listening. It's not complicated. It may take some willpower, but it's not complicated. It can be done. I did it. I'm still doing it. And uh, you can, too. We're going to take a break. Uh, before we take a break, you know what? Let's uh, let's play 
one of the interviews from the picnic. Let's see who we have here. Interview number, and we'll we'll do an interview and. Uh, we'll, okay, now come on, let's go, let's do this. There we go, and uh, we'll do our commercial break and we'll come back with our next guest. Anybody want to chime in? Well, seven one eight six six four nine five one three. Uh, I will repeat that again, but here's another take for my heartfelt comments from the South Shore 75-40-year reunion picnic. Here we go. Here we go. We're going to talk to Brother Charles Wagner. Yes, yes. One of the organizers of the South Shore reunion, all of the South Shore reunions. He's always been on point, along with others that uh, have made these events really, really beautiful. Uh, Brother Charles, uh, another South Shore alumni, four years there. You went to Horseman? No, I went to Parkside. Parkside. That's right. Oh, Parkside. Yeah, Parkside. You know what? Bring, bring my fear at Parkside back then. Huh? Bring my fear at Parkside back oh, then. Oh, yeah. Parkside was rough, man. Yeah, Parkside. I came, from a, I came from a preppy school on 81st Street around there in West Chatham. And I uh, came to Parkside and went home and told my parents, have you guys looked at that school? Yeah. But you know, I'm going to have to fight for myself, but it was one of the best educations I had. Yeah. But I'll say one more thing about Parkside before we go back into what I was going to talk to you about originally. After we graduated, I, I, I would go to Parkside with uh, Willie Powell and uh, Julie, Bubba Powell, uh, okay. Angela Powell's brothers. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah we, we hung out a little bit, and I go up there, and you know what? I had the, the most fun, I had the nicest time, yeah. and I had a whole different perspective of Parkside because yeah. they were cool people, man. Yeah, they were cool people. They were now, just, when I mean education, I don't mean from a book standpoint, I meant from a street standpoint. So it was a good blend of what I came yeah, from yeah, and what I went to. But there were some wonderful people there. I have a lot of, you know, long-lasting relationships that came out of Parkside. So Parkside has been real good to But uh, Brother Charles Wagner, when you think back, I remember you being, I remember you being an actor. I remember you doing a play oh, yeah. with uh, Burl Rounds. You had that. You yeah, the I was five on the black hand side, yeah. and then I did The King and I for the all-city theatrical, you know, troupe. We went all around the, uh, the city doing the play. I, I played the king. But, yeah, it I was... I remember that. Uh, quite a rewarding experience. When you think back on those days in South Shore, mm-hmm. you know, I've been saying all day my thoughts. I'm, I'm going to skip it right now, but what, what comes to mind when you're just chilling and thinking back and reminiscing with memories of South Shore? You know, the people. I mean, it's always pretty much almost in any place where there's people. You know, people, it really influence how you feel about the whole situation, be it work, you know, be it uh, your neighborhood, your neighbors, school, you know, and uh, just like Parkside, I mean, I have a lot of, you know, lifelong relationships that, that came out of South Shore. Uh, very smart individuals, very good people, a lot of people have done very, very well. Uh, I can't really think of, when I think back, you know, even though we were in the inner city, I can't really think of many of our classmates or classmates of others that have spent much time, you know, uh, doing things that, you know, we would consider illicit or things that we wouldn't consider legal. Yeah. You know, they were yeah. all pretty good, successful yeah. people. So I would say there's the people, but then they've all become successful, you know, even though, um, you know, we came from a public school system, I think the education they learned from the school and the education that they've learned from the people they hung around with really made it possible for them to be successful. So... Uh, a lot of fine relationships with people, so that's mm-hmm. what I would say. Now, who 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 held who uh, gave you influence back then that you can say you carried on to as we stand here right now? 
Well, you know, we had a music teacher. I think her name was uh, Mrs. Jackson. Yeah, I remember she Mrs. Was Jackson. Influential. Yeah. Obviously, you know, uh, Mrs. Shapiro, who was still around. Yeah. You know, because I can't uh, believe that, you know, and I joke about it today, but the reason why I remember, you know, Mrs. Shapiro is because he actually had me pay, play a pimp uh, <laughs> in five on the black hand side. And okay. when I go back and I remember the line, I was like, Mr. Shapiro, how could you have me say that in high school? Let me see if I can remember. I think it was, my name is Sweet Peter Jeter, the womb beater, the baby maker, the finger shaker. The deer shaker, the buck. Yep, I played. Uh-huh. Yeah, I sure did. <laughs> and that was my line. I said, wait a minute. I said, I, I understood it then, but now I look back and I'm thinking, yeah. we were in high school. I played the pimp. So, yeah, that and obviously, uh, you know, our, our, our history teacher, you know, Mr. Poole, uh, also, um, you know, Mr. Hawkins. Yeah. You know, so there's quite a few, you know, individuals there that uh, that I remember. A lot of the, you know teachers. I had what, a geometry teacher. I forgot what his name was, but you know, a lot of a lot of good people there. A lot of good you know people. what? I, I look at Mr. Hawkins as like almost almost damn near unsung hero of South Shore. Uh-huh. As much as we would go running and saying, "Here come Hawkins and go yeah. get out of his way." Yeah, he's we, we, you we, Yeah, we needed him, man. He, oh, he, 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 he had a hell of an impact. Absolutely. On straightening us up. Absolutely. Like nobody else in that school. Man. Right. Right. You know. Yep. So yeah. I, I got to give him props, uh, Mr. Mr. Hawkins, man. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Brother Charles man, uh, Wagner and I, we're going to do a show coming up pretty soon. Stay tuned. We're gonna, we, both Charles and I have been married more than once. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. And we're going to talk about the experiences and what you learned from each one going through divorce and so forth and so on. It's going to be really interesting, so stay tuned to that. Don't miss it if you're married. You don't want to miss it if you're about to get married, and you're not going to miss it if you have been married. Yes, sir. So that's a couple more. Yes, yes. So, yes. Uh, now here, here's the question I've been asking everybody. Now, back in the days, we all had them, I had them. And some of mine have gone unfulfilled, so I still have them. But who was your schoolboy crush on back in the day? You know, I didn't have, I actually was in a, I dated somebody my junior and senior year for the most part, mm-hmm. so. That didn't allow me any crushes. Okay. So I really didn't have a crush on anybody that uh, hasn't been fulfilled. So uh, I can tell you about grammar school, but not high school. Grammar okay. school meaning hookway. When I was in kindergarten, oh, okay. uh, there was a girl named Donna that I was crazy about, and that was when I was six <laughs> or seven. But outside of that, once she broke my heart, I didn't leave it open for anybody else to break. I hear. It's gonna, it's gonna be a, <laughs> and that was in kindergarten. It's going to be a great show. We're going to have a good yeah, show. Absolutely. So, just uh, take this last uh, moment to just give a closing statement, whatever you want to share with South Shore and how, mm-hmm. how you're feeling. And, and I, know, I know what you're doing now, but, but uh, so tell the people, what, what, are you do, what are you doing now? Oh, I'm doing several things. I just graduated, well, I say I graduated from IBM because I was there for 37, 37 years. Yeah. And so I left there. Uh, I ran a pretty you know, significant business yeah. for them, over a billion dollars a year. Uh, and then I, I retired in July of 2013. Uh, while I was there the last seven years, I also uh, um, created a business called Wagner Alliance. I have a real estate business. And then most recently, I was asked to um, you know, be a COO of an organization in the building at my church, and I'm doing that as well. And then I have a 13-year-old, a 10-year-old, and a wonderful wife. Yeah. Uh, you know, as far as my family goes, that I'm, um, I'm in the process of trying to spend more time with. I hear you. So, but child, yeah. man, I appreciate you coming on. I'm looking forward to the show, man. Oh, absolutely. Uh, we'll get it done in, in, in September. Okay. We'll shoot Sounds for September. Good. I'll keep Sounds in good. touch with you. Sounds uh, good. We'll get our notes together. We'll, absolutely. We'll hook up and we're gonna make it happen. All man. right. Thanks a lot, brother. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, man. Thank you. Get out the damn right. <laughs>
Hey, Chicago, for your next family reunion, call Jimmy Williams of Abstract T-Shirts at 773-690-5366. That's 773-690-5366. Your family reunion expert since 1990, with photo T-Shirts and custom printing available. You can see samples of his work on the Internet. Search for JimmyWilliamsOnline.com. That's JimmyWilliamsOnline.com. One word. For families wanting reasonable prices, quality service, and good advice at making their family reunion a success, call Jimmy Williams from Abstracts T-Shirts at 773-690-5366. That's 773-690-5366. Your family reunions should always be a happy occasion, and your T-Shirts should reflect that. Call Jimmy Williams at 773-690-5366. Your T-shirt man.
let's say when we were in grade school, Brenmar, I particularly call. There was a brother named uh, it was a name Carl Kendall and Jackie Jackson and I. We, we came up with a group called the Delmonicos. So as we were, you know, um, got together, we started to um, learn about each other as far as each other's voices and you know whatnot. So Carl played the drum. Jackie was part of the lead singer and I, I song. And there was another brother that played the guitar. I can't recall his name, but we started, you know, off, you know, getting into uh, you know uh, music. I was writing the music. Uh, also, when I was going to South Shore High School, I was writing music then, and uh, but I never really did any shows there. But unfortunately, uh, uh, but I was writing music, and I had a lot of my, uh, you know, co students who were asking me, uh, you know, to write some music for them. Uh, later down the road, now at this time in my life, um, uh, 2011, I recorded this album called Pure Lamont, and actually the song that you just heard. Um, uh, my uh, 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 she's my girl, and um, you yeah, also uh, on that album there are a couple other more songs. Um, Love it first, first night, and, right? Uh, it's all right, right? Yes, it's all right, man. That and it's just that uh, the songs became so popular, and so many people have asked me to even sing at their weddings and things of that nature. But uh, I did a, a, a very, um, I did a concert out in Markham, Illinois, about uh, around maybe 2010, 2011, to kind of. Uh, it was it was toward the uh, uh, trying to help build the community back, uh, and the mayor there was there, and we had some other politicians that came there. They really uh, thanked us, my brother and I, and uh, and the live production which he actually owns right now and produces uh, for the great uh, effort that we made to support the community. Okay. Now, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Oh, okay, okay. I want to make sure Blog Talk ain't coming on. I mean, I'm going to start that tonight. We got a pretty good thing going on here. Uh, oh, yeah. When, now, do you still, uh, you know, I got I, I got so many questions I want to ask you. Do, do you still perform at all? Or do you anticipate performing? Do you want to perform or well, anything I, coming up? I, um, there's nothing coming up right now. Um, I just recorded one of the songs. I don't know if you got a chance to listen to it. Uh, one of the songs is Your Man. I recorded it last year in October. And it came out, and a lot of people liked it. That you know, um, it's still on the, uh, still trying to make its way, uh, as far as people getting to know uh, about the song and about who's the person that's behind the mic singing the song. So it, we're still, we're still, you know, advertising the song and still trying to get people to, uh, to buy, the, to buy the song. Okay. So. <laughs> I mean, I guess what I'm, when I, do you have? Uh, a, a set or a band together where you could where you could do something. See, I'm starting to think well, about some things. It's, it's to get some well, ideas. yeah, right, right, right now, um, um, uh, the band that uh, helped me produce this music, brother named Willie Shields. He was uh, actually uh, had a, he has a band right now. It was a band used to call uh, uh, Flashback Chicago, but that name was changed because somebody else had that name. But this brother Willie okay. Shields is a great artist, also a great musician. A great guitar player. Uh, if you hear in the song, most of that uh, guitar is him playing that. And, uh, okay. you know, we produced this, you know. Uh, and so he is one of the most inspirational um, producers uh, you can meet because, you know, he also, uh, you know, helped to uh, produce many other different uh, 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 lyrics and songs from other different artists around the country. So, uh but definitely, uh, he's someone that uh, really supported me in, in recording a lot of my music. Now, I remember back 
when we were in South Shore in the lunchroom and you 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 playing the drums on the table and singing songs and you, you were obviously you, you know you were you were just trying kind of trying some material out. I, I remember that. Uh, you, you you'd always be you know playing the drums on the on the, on the lunchroom table and you know and singing a little medley, man. How, right, how does the right. song how how does the song come to you? I mean, do, do you sleep that's and, and wake up? And, yes, you know what? You know, that's an interesting question because someone else asked me that, and actually, believe it or not, Keith, you know. I have these dreams, and this is a true true story. And in the dream, I hear melodies, you know, and, it's, and the melodies that you never heard of, you know. And then I wake up, and I remember uh, my uh, my my uh, 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 co-producer. He said to me, Lamont, any time you you have a dream and you hear any kind of melodies, whatever, or you know, song, anything that you you might think of, he said. Record it on your phone, and then let's duplicate whatever you heard. And every time I did that, man, this is exactly how I got Love at First Sight. This is how I got uh, She's My Girl, and it's all right. Wow. All through that. <laughs> and wow, just that, a is, gift. that is I guess you can say it's a gift, you know. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, I asked you that because I remember, uh, you know, the, the great jazz uh, man, uh, George Benson, was saying that uh, this is back in the days that when he sleeps, that his family is expected to do not wake him up. Unless it's a dire emergency, because, because that's how he comes up with with his music. You know, he could be in the middle mm-hmm. of something, you wake him up, and poof, it's kind of gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Absolutely. But that's, that's interesting. You know, I, I yeah. do that a lot of times with my thoughts. I'll wake up, I'm thinking mm-hmm. of something, and I'll grab my phone and I'll record it. And uh, then, I'll, then I'll write it when I get up, and, you know, a lot of times it's on the shows of that, too. But that, mm-hmm. that's interesting. So yes, when, 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 you, when, when you come up with these medleys and, and you wake up and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I guess I'm trying to see how do you put putting the song together. You know, we mm-hmm. hear the finished product, but we don't hear how often you're going over and over again and changing this. Mm-hmm. Or now let's do it on this key. Let's change that mm-hmm. note. Let's take it to the bridge here instead mm-hmm. of there. Mm-hmm. What, what, what kind of process is that, man? Well, you know, I think for me, um, for me, it's like I don't know what I don't know how you can explain it, but I just pretty much through experience, you know, since you know, singing with my brother, you know, and and his and the group that I was, you know, singing with them, I actually started out as a background singer. And then eventually um, I started to learn certain melodies and things like that. And so I just, it just, for some reason, I started putting one and two together, and then I come up with these different melodies to the lyrics, and then it comes out to be just just like it is now, just this beautiful sound, mm-hmm. you know, and we just duplicate the sound based on what I what I have learned or what I have experienced, you know. Yeah, it, it is definitely that that good old school sound, man. I tell you, I, I miss that. Definitely. Uh, yeah, the music man. today. I'm telling you, I I said, you know, now I'll say one thing. Now, you know, I'm not gonna knock the new school too much. I would say one thing: new school is a good thing as long as it's not, you know, uh, it's not, uh, 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 you know, creating any kind of, uh, you know, thing where you know it's degrading human, you know, human, human life. You know, when you start talking and calling people all kind of names and, you know, yeah, yeah. You know the guys calling women B-I-T-C-H's and women and, yeah. and H-O-E's and all these kind of nonsense, you know, it's, I think that's degrading. Degrading music doesn't have any value. But but if it's going to be something positive, it's going to be a message or something positive in, in new school or even old school music, this is the kind of music people really want to listen to. 
Well, exactly, because today they'll say, well, we, we talk like this, and we call you, call it out like we did, because that's what we want to. Well, hell, mm-hmm. I mean, back back in our days, we were going through things, too, but we, we kept it positive. We, we sang about love. We didn't uh, use our situation as, as a reason to degrade and self-genocide ourselves. So I don't want to hear that about you singing. What you know, take take your experiences of what's happening in these streets and turn it around to something positive, so people can get together and unite to. Absolutely, yes, indeed. Because back in the day, as you know, uh, Keith, it was all about love and relationships and family. You know, it's about you know togetherness and you know right on, brother. You know, hey, you know, let's uh, help each other. You know, yeah. um, hey, I'm proud. You know, hey, to be, you know, who I am. And hey, you know, when it comes to you know, song by women. Women always express, you know, their, you know, their love for their man or their family or just being who they are. And it's a, it's really a wonderful thing when you can hear good music like that that brings people together instead of dividing people. Now, do you, in, in your bucket list, do you have a desire to maybe, uh, you know, get some more hurrahs on stage and get that band, you know, you get that band together and uh, oh, do definitely, what you're doing? Definitely. Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, actually, at the moment, uh, I have I'm working on three different songs now. I have three different songs that I'm I'm writing, and uh, they're very good. They're really good songs. It's a little bit of old school, and it got a little new school in it, but definitely uh, these are really great songs that uh, I'm working on, and I'm hoping that before the end of the year I can have it out. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I look forward to that. I mean, I like to, I like to actually, you know, uh, hopefully you will you will do a performance, and I like to check it out, man. And uh, oh, for I'll, sure. I'll, 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 I'll actually to promote it and put it out there, you know. But uh, oh. that's uh, it'd be nice to see, man. You know, I, I, I love that what you what you're singing and what you're doing. It's Thank you. I really appreciate that. So I uh, tell you what, if, if you don't mind, I'd like to. Uh, I got another one here uh, from <laughs> Pure Lamont Dixon. We can go ahead and. Showcase, if that's okay with you, brother. Yeah, right on. Go right ahead. <laughs> we're going to go ahead and throw one more down, and uh, we're going to bring this old school deluxe right here, and here we go. All right. All right. All right. Thank you. 
ain't no school like the old school. <laughs> yeah, that was the my that was my that was my number one hit song, man. I'm telling you, a lot of people. I sung a lot of those at a lot of weddings and and, and many different yeah. uh, places. It's just uh, when I listen to that song, man, I said to myself, man, I can't believe that's me. <laughs> man, and you know what, and, and brother Lamont, you have your own sound, man, and you can you can tell you you, you sing from the heart. You sing it from the inside out. You know, you you not sing it from the top of your head, from the from the tip of your lips. You 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 digging deep down and, and you bringing it, and 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 it shows. Definitely, definitely, because see, that's that's the kind of you know kind of music that you know we all were you know brought up in back in the day, man. It's you know it's all about you know love and and and, and help what helping you know your brothers and sisters, you know that kind of thing. And you know back in the day, you know you know going South Shore High, man. You know it was like the whole community at the time. You know, it was it was a, a, a time and era where more of the brothers and sisters they were like you know really there to really support each other, man. Matter of fact, I remember during the time where um, in the community as a young teenager, we had many organizations that were supporting the community. We had the South Shore Commission, we had the uh, AFL CIO, we had the program, we had the African American League. We had a lot of things going on in in the community that was supporting the youth. And now we look yeah. at the community now, and it's like, man, I'm like, I'm really just, I am so, you know, I'm like, I'm really so disappointed to see South Shore. It's just like, you know, what's happening in South Shore, man, you know? But there are some great things, the good things are still going on in South Shore, too, as well. Yeah, there, there, there are, but, you know, they, they, one of the uh, problems is when they take, they're taking the bands out of the school, man, that, that, that there, you know, oh, that, that's, that's criminal. That's criminal music. They say yeah. soothes the savage beast, and which is why I think they probably took the band out of the school because they don't want the savage beast soothed. They they wanted to do exactly mm-hmm. what it's doing there in the streets, man. This wow. is not this is not by accident, in my opinion. That this is a this is a strategic design, and uh, mm-hmm. we're falling for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's. With, uh, but with, mm-hmm. with, with, with that's that's why I like what you bring in musically. That's what we're missing, man. Mm-hmm. That is what we're missing. That's yeah. not everything, but it, it is a major ingredient uh, to our mm-hmm. state today, and that, that's our music. Mm-hmm. Really is. Yeah. Yeah. Who 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 influenced you musically? Who were some of the people that uh, uh, you know you kind of looked? Very good question, because uh, many people ask me that question, and um, I'll tell you, Keith, I have so many different. Artists that really influenced me, and one of them, I, I I would say, well, not just one individual, but groups. Okay, obviously, I'll go back to the Temptations. You know, when I was oh, a yeah. kid, that was, I used, you know, it was more like the house music we would listen to. Uh, oh, yeah. Listen to the Four Tops. You know, uh, the Spinners in the seventies, the Stylistics in the seventies. Uh, uh, you know, um, uh, was the Blue Magic. You know. <laughs> um, oh yeah, yeah. Luke, you know, updating it to Luther Vandross, you know what I'm saying, uh, Michael Jackson. I mean, a lot of great artists, even Sammy Davis Jr., and also Frank Sinatra, of course, you know. Oh, I thought I was Frank really Sinatra was great. By him. Frank Sinatra was a great, great singer, great singer. He was, man, this guy, I'm going to tell you something. I have never, you know, I used to hear a lot of bad things about Frank, you know. You know, well, Frank this and Frank that, and Frank really is not this and that. But I'm going to tell you something, man. If you ever get a chance, look at a videotape of him practicing in the studio and man I have never seen I have never seen an artist like Frank Sinatra 
how he performs with full heart. I mean, full heart, man. This guy, that's why I, I said to myself, I want to be just like Frank Sinatra. This guy, this, this yeah. cat is so dynamite, you know, and he really, really is one of the greatest singers of our times. He really is. I agree. I, I, I definitely agree. A pure singer, pure singer, and great entertainer. Not just a good singer, but a great oh, entertainer. Absolutely, absolutely. And Sammy Davis Jr. was one of my, you know, one of my inspirations. I mean, Candyman, that was a great song back in the day, you know. Uh, Came out of nowhere. That, yeah, you Came know, and one of the greatest yeah. tap dancers, tap dancers you can never find, you know, uh, let alone, you know, uh, an entertainer and, 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 and whatnot. But th- these are the... These are the artists and entertainers that inspired, you know, not only just, you know, uh, all, all, you know, just specific, but all of us in here in America, man. These guys yeah. are great yeah. American icons, you know. And and the things, the, the, every name that you mentioned, and I could probably mention some of you, it would be just on the same level, because what you, the names you just came up with, this, that, that's who we came up with. Now, can you Absolutely. imagine uh, uh, the, the kids who graduate this year, 40 years from now, who influenced mm-hmm. you, Lil Wayne? Uh, Kanye West, uh, you know, who, come on, man. What 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 they going to have to lean on and watch to when they rocking chairs, man? You know? Well, de- well definitely so, uh, every generation has their era. They do, you know. And But I'm, I'm yeah, so proud fair. to be, I'm so proud that I've came from my era and my time to, to really be able to love the type of music that, you know, I do and what I was influenced by. And I'll tell you one more yeah. artist that, you know, she, she was probably, I would say to me, it's not the best, but one of the best African-American vocalists of our 20th century, and that is Dionne Warwick. Man, oh, man, oh, man. If you ever it's listen smooth, to her music. Very smooth. Oh, man, very that stuff. Oh, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, besides, you know, you know, whatever, all the other music that we, we ever heard, but this woman, is, I, I will tell you, man, I listen, if you really know, if you really understand music, and what's yeah, you know what's yeah. what's there? It's like you listen to that stuff, and it's like you can't stop listening to it. It's just it's just incredible the type of voice that she she has. You know? Yeah, she 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 put out some masterpieces, man. Uh, her uh, the Dion with Burt Bacharach, that's probably one of the best <laughs> combinations uh, in the history of music, man. I'm you know? telling you, unbelievable. But the, I I think we came up, I think, in by far the best, absolute best. Musical uh, era in the history of music, man. This, this, like say, the, the Temptations, the greatest there ever was, the greatest ever will be to me. We came mm-hmm. up with that, and uh, through the '60s and the mid '70s and so forth, and then it started dwindling mm-hmm. down. But prime time, <laughs> there was no musical mm-hmm. time greater than what we came up with as kids, man. And, and I am thankful for that. You know, I'm telling you, man. Like I said, the '60s, '70s, and '80s were great musical times. After the 80s, man, I think everything went kapoops. I'm that's just my opinion, but I still there's still some good music out here to, even today. But you know, it's, it's you know it's got to be something positive. It can't be you know something that just, just you know just you know just very you know negative and, yeah. and you know that kind of thing. But uh, yes, and I, that's just, oh, but uh, I tell you, I, I really hope that uh, man. After hearing your music, when you, when you said it to me the other day. I couldn't mm-hmm. wait to do this show because I wanted to, you know, play these couple of pieces that I had, man. Now that I played them, now that I'm talking to you, now I'm ready to say, hey, man, let's look, get something together, man, so we can get you on stage. Definitely, you know? definitely. I'm looking forward to uh, it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, you, you, as soon as you know what's some, got something going on, man, or you need uh, uh, help with a venue or something like that, or 
you know, I'm, I'm here to help do what I can for you, man. You know, because we need this out there. Definitely, definitely. So, Brother Lamont, uh, tell you what, this is that time where you can go ahead and uh, just express yourself to the world and just uh, put out there what you just want to put out there from your heart. Okay. Well, I'll say this, and this is something that um, I will say this, and if I could give me a second here. How much time do we have? We got a little couple of minutes? or Absolutely. Uh, go ahead. Okay. I... I wrote something on Facebook that was very, very, I thought was very good to, you know, inspiring. And I think it's something that people should understand when it comes to about, you know, life and the things that we all yearn for, and that's to be truly happy individuals. Uh, And so what I did was I, um, let me go to my, I had um, wrote a column, a little, a little, uh, like a, little thing I did, and I'm going to share this with everyone who uh, sure. would like to hear it. Um, so just give me a second, and I will read it. And then this is something I'm sure you would probably like, Keith, because it's something that you and I talked about uh, previously during the picnic. And I will read this. It says, living life in this world is truly human. Is truly being human. No man is an island. I asked the question of some of my friends who are single, why are you single? Some will say I choose to be, or some will say I can't find the right woman, or I can't seem to find the right guy. Others will say I choose to be independent and enjoy whatever I choose to do. Then others say all man and no man or woman can stay together. It's not in the cards or I'm waiting on God to give me the sign. Whatever choose choose one's decision, you are not you are not an island. So many of us have given up on life and love, and some of them are in what is called hopelessness. Hold on for a minute. But let's see. Okay. Uh, well, okay. Here are, I am. are you break? Uh, yeah, are you? I'm here. Can you hear me? Okay. All right. I, you, you, I, thought, I thought you might have been breaking up. Go, go ahead. Go right ahead. Oh, okay. And then it's, uh, okay, let me go here. And it says, um, ooh, this is, okay, so many of us have given up on life and love, and some of them are in what is called hopelessness. But everything you want in your life is all inside of you. The truth is, happiness is not something that is derived outside of you or someone gives you. It is already inside of you. It's the greater self. We were taught to find our happiness by an external stimulus, but the truth of the matter is we actually create our happiness starting from within and express it itself from without. Remember the story of the Wizard of Oz when Dorothy needed to find the good witch of the East to go home, and she told Dorothy, all you have to do is click your heels. Material happiness, everyone needs to go, everyone everyone needs a little of that. But true happiness is derived from the true vow based on the true dignity of life. When we stop to think uh, it, uh, of it, I'm only concerned about my happiness in my life and everything and everyone around you are unhappy. How can you be truly happy? Poverty, violence, uh, discrimination, human rights being violated, destruction of all human life, war. No war of violence is not the intended. It is peace. It is peace that all humankind 
yearn for. True revolution is not war between two people or nations, but through human revolution and the change of a character, our minds and hearts. That with just one man that take the initiative to start, it not only changes himself, but a nation and the world. Then we will see true happiness, happy human beings, and marriages, friendships, families, communities, and our earth at peace and goodwill to all humankind. If we can't create war, then we sure as hell can create peace. It is up to us. May peace be in your hearts. That's excellent. And you, you, you brought up uh, something that I, I have been saying for a while. As far as when, you, when you said The Wizard of Oz, I said yes, because that was one of the greatest movies with the, one of the greatest messages in the history of film. But if, sure if, you, look past if you look past entertainment, you know, but people mm-hmm. were too busy being entertained to really get the, the the core of that message, and that and that's that you have the power. Everything that you're looking for, you already have it. You got to dig down, Absolutely. and you got to go get it. That's and right. It Absolutely, it. man. Absolutely. So I, I hear you, man. I was, I was, this is a, this is something that I think everyone will eventually come to understand because people, I tell you right now, they're suffering all over the world, Keith. It's just sad. That you know, that especially especially when it comes to our own race as African Americans, black on black yes, crime has to stop, man. You know, it really does. Yeah, you know. yeah. It, 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 it's really deep, man. It, and it's it, yeah. There, there's so much atrocities going on in this world, and so much people suffering that you know, like you said, how can you be happy with all this? How can you consider yourself blessed with all these things? Going on around you. I mean, it, I, to me, it's kind of selfish, but that's just my opinion. But mm-hmm. you know, but that that was that was that was a good good close out close out statement, man. I, I, Brother Dixon, I'm glad you came on. Okay. Uh, this won't be the last time. Hopefully, uh, no. You know, I really really hope you get something and uh, get ready to get this thing on stage, man, and we can promote the hell out of it and 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 get some people out there, man, to experience you and your blue. Thank you, Keith. I appreciate it being on the show. Brother Lamont, thanks a lot, man. Take care, peace, and spread the love, man. All right, my friend. Thank you. All right. Take care now. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Wow. That was uh, Brother Lamont Dixon. We go back to Bryn Mawr. And like I said, I remember uh, being in the lunchroom at South Shore, and he's, you know, we eat lunch, and we signifying and talking stuff, and Lamont's over there at the end of the table. You know, playing bongos on the tables, you know, kind of singing. You can, you know, he's singing a song that loud, but he he, he was working on something. And uh, this not just one time. I, I saw it often. Uh, and uh, you know, and just listening to uh, how he sounds today, I tell you, he, the, the, the brother's gifted, and I, I really hope that uh, they can put something together and you know get that group on stage because I think it would be uh, very much well worth watching. So. Uh, I have had uh, the guests who I had scheduled on. What I'm going to do, I'm going to play a couple of more uh, interviews from the South Shore Class 75 40th Year Reunion Picnic. And uh, if anybody wants to call in for whatever reason, uh, 718-664-9513, 718-664-9513. And uh, by the way, I do have uh, other guests who have already committed to coming on the show. I have... uh, Brother Candy Gray, Candy Leon Gray, who uh, Candy is a, a mortician. We're going to do a show on on mortuary science. It's going to be uh, regarding the science aspect and not you know gory details. 
But uh, I think that'll be a, a pretty good show and maybe can uh, clear up some curiosities that perhaps we all have. Uh, we're going to have uh, Tomia Melvin, who's a founder and owner of her own IT software company, doing very well out of Houston, Texas. And I have a show that uh, Brother Charles Wagner and I have been talking about doing for a while. We're going to get together and do that. It's pretty much uh, about marriage and about divorce, being that we have both uh, had more than one experience. I'll leave it at that. Uh, Charles has retired from IBM. He's uh, uh, went one way. He's been uh, had a be- has a beautiful marriage going on for 15 years, where I've been divorced for 15 years. So it's, it's, going, to, it's going to be an interesting show. It's going to be some heartfelt. Uh, talk from a male's point of view. We welcome the female point of view, but you'll be interested in some of the things that we have to say and some of the things that we've learned, uh, some of the mistakes that we've made, and, you know, and, and who we are today, you know, as a result, you know, of these experiences. And I hope that we can get other people, uh, women in particular, to share their experiences and what worked, what didn't work, what could they have done different, and how did it make them a better person. But, We're going to go and play another interview from the picnic right now. Okay, we are going to talk to Linda Shelby, South Shore alumni, 75, here with me right now. And uh, we just want to, Linda, how you doing? I'm well. You well? I am. Well, thanks for joining me. I appreciate it. I appreciate you all having me. Now, there's questions I ask everybody. We may stay away from it depending on how the rhythm goes, but... One thing I want to know is when you think back on our days back in the South Shore, just chilling, relaxing, what comes to mind? What do you, what do you think about that just makes you feel kind of like, man, I'm really glad I went there? Um, actually, 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 my classmates make uh-huh. me, uh, I think about my classmates and all the good times we had, you know. But the one thing I really liked the most, believe it or not, was the bowling alley. A lot what? of people don't remember the bowling alley. You know what? Mm-hmm. So I sure did have a bowling alley. Yes, we did. I've never seen it before in my life. I stayed in there. Really? Yes. That's how Damn. I learned to bowl. Where was it? It was in the new building. I mean, but where was it? In the base? In the, in the basement. In the... Somewhere. Hey, anybody, if anybody else knows about this bowling alley, call in, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember that, but I, I I never saw the TV studio. I never saw the bowling alley. That's interesting. Yeah, we had the TV studio. Yeah, I remember that, but I never saw it. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. I, I had a full tour of our new building. Okay. Yeah. So what? So what? What else comes to? Uh, you know, who, who were your running buddies back in the day? Hmm. Gloria, Wyndham, Clarice yeah. Jones, um, Teresa, Teresa Young. A lot of a lot of people. I know. I know you. You can't get them all in. I know that no, much. I you can't leave get money out. So y'all don't feel yeah. bad. No, I don't feel bad. If I ask you the same question, you might leave Linda out. Okay. Yeah, you might leave. You know, me that'll out. mean you don't love her. Okay. That's right. No less. <laughs> Right. Now you came out of South Shore. Damn, Bumblebee. Where did you, where did you go to uh, school after South Shore? First two years at the University of Illinois at Chicago Circle, and I finished up at Jackson State. Jackson State. Now what, what, took, what took you to Mississippi? Uh, family. Okay. Okay. Do you like it down there? Yes and no. I'm ready to go. Really? Mm-hmm. Ready to go. Okay. Okay. When, when, you, when you know when you're ready. Yeah, you know. You know when you're ready. Mm-hmm. You know. So when you think to... Um, 
our educators. We had some really good teachers back then who really cared. I know my, one of my favorites was I like Miss Hanley, okay. uh, Miss Jenkins, Miss mm-hmm. uh, 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 Sanders was a great biology teacher. One of my one of the best teachers I had in my four okay. years. Okay. Uh, just to name a three. Who who were some of the teachers that influenced you in, uh, up until this day? My number one teacher who influenced me the most was Mr. Shapiro. Okay. Uh, he he had a large impact on my life. Uh, little did he know at that time yeah. because I was interested in writing and uh, journalism and I was in the creative writing club mm-hmm. so he really inspired me back then but um, I had quite a few of them that I really really appreciate them being in our life back in that time now speaking of quite a few of them I gotta ask you this question I'm back mm-hmm. to everybody else I'm not just picking on you mm-hmm. so who was your who did you have that schoolgirl crush on back in the day can't tell you that. You can't tell me. Now, you're the second one that couldn't go there with me, but that's okay. I can't tell you that. <laughs> because it was actually two guys. Okay, well, and? And that's it. So we're going to leave it at two guys, we're gonna right? We're going to leave it at two guys. So brothers, if y'all want to just fantasize and think it's you, go right ahead. We will yeah, we'll never go right know. right ahead. We'll never know. Oh, they know, but oh, they you'll know? never know. I hear you. You just don't want to put it out there like that. I ain't going to put it out yeah, there. I, I understand. Yeah. I definitely understand. Yeah. Okay, well. I didn't, I didn't mean to offend you. I didn't, I didn't. No, I'm not offended. Oh, okay. <laughs> By no means. Uh, so, I'll give everybody a chance to, you know, give us like a little closing statement, whatever you want to express with your heart about South Shore and the school and the world, or wherever you want to go with it. But we just give you a minute to just say whatever you want to say and express to whoever listening. In the years that I attended South Shore High School, you couldn't attend attended a better high school. That's all I can tell. I agree. I don't know what it is like today because I don't no longer live here, but I do know the four years I went to South Shore, it was the best that you can be. I agree. That's right. Benda, thanks a lot for joining me. I You're appreciate it. Welcome. Y'all tune into the show and we'll be playing playing these back so the world can hear it, okay? Thank you. All right, thanks a lot. All right. All right. Well, then to say, I ain't going to tell you. They know it, but you ain't going to know it. <laughs> I hear you, Linda. That was a great interview. All the interviews have been great. I, I had a great time. But you know what? The more I uh, look at photos and the more I, I hear interviews, and as good a time as I had, I can't help but the first thing that grabs me is the interviews I didn't get and the pictures I didn't get. Uh, I took some great pictures with some some great people, but I'm thinking about the pictures that I didn't get a chance to take with some other people as I look at other pictures and say, man, I missed that. I missed it. Man, I wish I got the interview. There just wasn't enough time in the day to get these interviews in. Hopefully I can get some of these interviews in on the show, which is why I'm trying to line up, uh, you know, opening uh, guests for each show, you know, talk a little more in depth and uh, talk about people you know, with their careers and so forth and so on. Uh, but I can't help but to say that uh, I, I missed a lot. I missed a whole lot. The next time, this is my first time doing this. The next time I do this, I'll be more prepared. And I tell you, uh, granted, I'm, I'm around here for 76 reunion. That's going to be the bomb because I've, I've learned so much, and it's going to be so much better. So much better. Now, this is good, I think, uh, what happened here, but it's going to be so much better. I have so many ideas that I'm going to put forth, and it's going to be the bomb. But uh, I'm going to take a little break. And if anybody wants to call and uh, let's, let's, you know, do a start your interview, get yourself on a document on one of my shows, uh, 718-664-9513. Give me a call. Say what's up. 
you know, if, if you don't know what to say, don't know what to talk about, leave it to me. I'll just roll with me. I got you covered. But we're going to take a, another short break, and when I come back, I'm going to play a couple of more uh, interviews from the picnic uh, before we close it out. So we'll be right back.
Now, who, who was your circle back then? Uh, who, your, your circle of those, those uh, sisters or brothers who had your back? My you sister. On? My sister. Bonnie Wanda. Okay. They, now, they're Sasha also? Yes. What, what year did they come out? Wanda came out with uh, me in 77. My okay. youngest sister, Bonnie, she came out in 78. Okay. My brother came out in 78. And then my yeah. brother, um, Richard Stewart. Okay. He was a big influence. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I had people, you know, I was associated with, but yeah. those are the ones. But those are the ones who had an impact right. on you and who you are today. Correct. Okay. So, now here's the question here. Now, I had a couple of people refusing to even ask you. That's okay. You don't have to either. Now, who was your schoolgirl crush on back in the day? I didn't. You didn't have a crush? No. You, you, you love books, huh? Well, I didn't like any of the guys at school. Really? No, I, I dated outside of South Shore. Okay, okay, you just, you, you wasn't a South Shore, you just, you wasn't feeling that? No. Okay, okay, that's cool, that's cool. So, closing out, I always give everybody a minute or two to say whatever you want to say, to share with South Shore, with the people, what you want them to know, how you feel about it, and just, just go ahead and just let it flow and from your heart. Well, the one big thing, I have had an impact from each year, you know, even though you guys are the 75, but. I went to Horseman, and a lot of people came from Horseman and went to South Shore as well. Mm -hmm. So I got a chance to interact continuously with them. Fun. I, I always had fun. I made fun wherever I went. You know, so. you, you always, I, I remember you back there, you know, because I was two years ahead, but you always had this little bouncy, jolly way about yourself. You know what I mean? And I still had that. Bounce, <laughs> yeah, and I see it. I can tell in your pictures you still had the same spirit within you. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah, so I really, like I said, I just, I, I really did. I always tell people we had the best time being yeah, at South Shore. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Bev, thanks for joining me. Oh, I you're appreciate welcome. it. I'm going to uh, post this. I'll let everybody know when it's coming on. And, okay. Uh, tune in and check it out, okay? All right, then. All right, thanks a lot. All right, you are. And that was Bevy Banks, Bevy Howard back in the days, Bevy Banks now. Great interviews. I think we will close it out now, but before I want to first give kudos to uh, a brother who put a really, really heartfelt uh, video. He recorded a heartfelt video from his phone as he was walking his mom around the block. This was brother Ron David. Uh, we were in uh, division together for all four years in high school, and uh, we, uh, you know, we, we've always, we've been in all the reunions together. We've always seemed to uh, shoot the breeze really good. We've run into each other a couple of times outside of, you know, South Shore reunions, and he's a, he's always been a, a great brother, but he, he put a really, really heartfelt uh, video on his timeline on Facebook. Just And it's, not, it's nothing complicated. It's really simple. He was simply walking his mom around the block, and uh, he's he's helping his mom out these days, uh, which which I learned uh, lately that there's quite a few of the alumni, and not just alumni, but people as we get up in our age, uh, you know, the the transition tends to take place often. And uh, I was having this conversation with Rodney Sims at the picnic, and you know, he 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 went through that with his dad, and and I, I was saying to Rodney that man, it's 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 a shame that uh, you know under these circumstances we should be able to carry our parents under our insurance. I mean, if we are, in essence, uh, we've, we've turned the tables and now we are, uh, they are pretty much dependent on us. And uh, I just, it probably will never happen because of obvious reasons, you know, it's all about the money. 
But to me, that should be fair game. We should be able to, to carry our parents on our insurance policies. But but Ron David, uh, he was saying that, hey, he ended his video saying that, kind of whispering, saying that, uh, hey, you know, he's got to take care of these bills. He's going to buy his, his, his cars out. And uh, I forget exactly what the issues were that he had to deal with. But, he, but And it doesn't matter because it didn't matter to him. He said regardless of whatever, he's going to take the time out to walk his mom around the block. He's going to stop to love. He's going to stop what he's doing to take care of his love, take care of his mom. And to me, that was just a powerful a powerful uh, video. So, Brother Ron David, I don't know if you're listening. I hope you are. Anybody who's listening who knows Ron David, put a shout-out and tell him I'm talking about him. I'm giving him a kudos, man. That's a real son, a real man, man. Uh so I'm going to close this out and uh, say, Brother Ron, keep it up, man. That was that meant a lot to me to see what you're doing and how you're doing it. On that note, in the name of whomever or whatever, be with your power, peace, and good night. Now. We've got some good advice. See, we think it is. It says, stop to love. Keeping me awake at night Tossing and turning my love One kiss, wanna hold you so tight Ooh, but I wonder, love Whether you know or not When you just hurry away
everybody. We love you. Yes, we do. Everyday people. Global Internet Radio. Good night.